This week on the radio broadcast, we've done a few fun things. Yesterday, we heard from many in our listening audience about things, items in their life that they are thankful for. The saving grace of God, the forgiveness of God, people that share the gospel were just a few of the themes. Family made an appearance as well. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we discovered a good Christmas story, a retelling of the prodigal son tale from all the way back in 1896. But today, I want to get back to the scriptures. I'm going to ask you to turn to the book of 1 John, chapter 4. I want to remind you, as we get ever so close to Christmas, just why he came. Let's talk about love at first sight. 1 John chapter 4, verse number 15 says this, Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. And God in him. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. 1 John 4.19, our text today. We love him because he first loved us. In the next 10 minutes or so, I want to go in quick. I want to cut to the quick. I want us to put on our thinking caps and to really allow our hearts to be massaged with this thought that God loved us from the very first love at first sight. We'll give some context, but let's dive into this verse. I want you to realize before we loved him, he loved us. Can you believe that before we even had a chance to form an opinion about God, before we could put two brain cells together and discover whether or not we even wanted his love, he loved us there may be some under the sound of my voice that can identify with a small illustration. How many of you have a dog at home? You know what I'm talking about. You could be out till all hours, but as soon as you crack that door and that dog's ears perk up and he hears, Master is home, and he's so very excited, he launches himself at you before you could even recollect the fact that you have a dog. He's telling you, she is telling you, that dog says, I love you, I love you, I love you, with yips and with whines and with their paws and their little nuzzle, the little nuzzle nuzzles that they give you. That dog loves you, right? Well, can I tell you in so much of a greater way, God, before you were even aware of it, before you loved him, he loved us. How about this? Before anyone else loved you, he loved you. 
His love predates your mother's love. His love predates your father's love. His love predates you fill in the blank. God loves you first. Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. He loves so much that before you were even a sparkle in your mother's eye, he was making plans. He was thinking, this one, this one has so much potential. It'll be amazing to see what this one does if they just allow themselves to be guided by my loving hand. Before anyone else loved us, he loved us. Before he expressed any other emotion towards us. He loved us. He didn't have to get to know us first. The title of this thought maybe is an error. Love at first sight because he chose to love us sight unseen. There are many friends that you have that are friends of yours, friends that you love, friends maybe even of a lifetime, but for many, that love came about because you were put through trials together. You maybe even were battlefield buddies together. Maybe the tumultuousness and turmoils of life maybe pressed you together and caused you to be friends and you leaned on each other and maybe you became bosom buddies. Maybe, just maybe... It's very likely you got to know that person before you loved them. Before he could even have love at first sight, he loved you sight unseen. His love, we're talking about Christmas, we're talking about why he came, we're talking about why his love is so very important. His love doesn't have any diluting emotions. He first loved us and nothing has changed. Nothing has been added to, taken away from. Think of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lusts of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Can God be angry? Of course. Can he be frustrated? Sure. But his love, his love will never diminish. You know there are some people that I love, but... You know what I'm talking about. Irritation, angst, old feelings can sometimes affect and even at times outweigh my love. But God and his love, it's never diluted. Regardless of what anyone else thinks, he will still love us. You know, David, he was considered too small and insignificant according to his brothers. John the Baptist, oh, he was too rough according to his critics. Thomas, oh, he was too doubtful if you ask the other disciples. And you, my friend, and I have a bunch of faults that everyone wants to remind you and me about, but God still loves me, and God still loves you.
can you imagine the fact that there are no considerations or preconditions for his love? Deuteronomy 7 verse 7 says, The Lord did not set his love upon you nor choose you because you were more in number than any people, for ye were the fewest of all people. He doesn't love you more because of something, and he doesn't love you less because of something else. He wasn't looking for anything in return. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. He didn't say there is a set standard you have to live to for him to love you. He still loves you. There is no prenuptial agreement before you became a part of the family of God. If you have so done so, he loves you. He was first in the expression of love. Remember Adam and Eve, they disobeyed, yet he loved. And he foretold of love to come, Genesis three fourteen. And the Lord God said unto the servant, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field, and upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. He dealt with that wily serpent. But look at verse number 16. Unto the woman he said, I, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake, and sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee. And thou shalt eat the herb of the field, and the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust thou shalt return. Oh, that sounds like so much justice, right? Where is the love, you may ask? Is there hope for humanity? In justice, he still loved. Where? I, I don't see much love here. Look at verse number 15. I will put enmity between thee and the woman. He's talking to the serpent. And between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. I said he was the first. God was the first in the expression of love. You just listened to the first mention or prophecy of Christ. You know what that refers to? A man, a God-man with a capital M, betrayed, bruised, battered, beaten, and buried for three days, who was also God with a capital G. He was a friend who was closer than any brother you'll ever have. He was the first to express his love. Did God the Father almost choke on the words when he said, You, serpent, you will bruise his heel, because not only was he first in the expression of his love, he was first in the action of love. This is where the rubber meets the road. John 3.16 It's one thing to say, I love you. It's another thing, for God so loved the world that he gave. Friend, that's a verb. That's action. That's doing something. That's proof that he gave his only begotten son 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He foretold it in Genesis chapter 3, reaffirmed it throughout the next 38 books of the Bible, reinforced it in the beginning of the Gospels and made it real in Matthew 27, Mark 15, Luke 23, and John 19. Friend, God loves you. And that's why he came. Let me ask you, friend, have you ever accepted his free gift of salvation? If you've never done so, I'd love to talk to you about that. There will be no more important message I proclaim on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Would you contact me? Would you text me today at this phone number? I'll give it to you slowly. Here it is. 309-316-7240. If you have a question, text me. 309-316-7240. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.